people here. You've had to expand the campgrounds? We did. We've expanded the campground four times so far this wow. week. And uh, just the drive-in camping, we surpassed 10,000 camping units. That's not people. That's camping units for the week so far. That's got to feel so great, though, to plan this event all year and have that many people make this a must-attend event. It is. It's very gratifying to see people from around the world do that. You know, in the moment, it's like, we got to do what now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, get some more porta potties. Here we go. We're going down the road, and um, so. But it is uh, just to see the people's enthusiasm. It started out on Monday, a big, big crowd for an opening day, and then has stayed right through the week. You know, even a couple thunderstorms, uh, the water goes away. People come on out. So it's. Uh, it is fantastic to see it, and beautiful day for an air show today. So the air show starts at 2.30. It goes for several hours. It's one of the coolest things you can ever see. Tell us about the air show and how it's really become such a centerpiece, not just for EAA, but for air enthusiasts in general around the world. They show up to see this air show every day. It is. You know, it's it, the air show is a very important part. We put nine air shows together in seven days, including, you know, we have a night air show tomorrow night, had one on Wednesday night that we did. Uh, you know, the air show is one little bitty segment of the whole thing, though, when you've got 800 exhibitors and a thousand forms and seminars uh, the museum is open and just the the informal get-together that happens all the throughout the entire week here uh, you know we've called it aviation's family reunion and really that's what it is you see a lot of smiles on faces what are some of the most heartwarming moments what's one heartwarming moment that you've seen so far oh this man week? you know there are so many and it's um we had a, a father and son come down from canada and in canada you can you can solo an airplane at age 14 and he did that two months ago and so wow. and they got inspired last year here and the son said i want to learn to fly so they went back up to canada uh got into flight lessons, both the dad and the son, and the son is ahead of dad right now. He has soloed an aircraft, and they were back here a little bit later on. And just seeing how people help out one another here, uh, we had a lot of airplanes backed up to uh, go yesterday. Early departures, they've been here four or five days. Uh, yesterday was kind of the, the transition day between the week-long and the weekend people. And uh, we had volunteers running out water bottles to the pilots who had been sitting in those airplanes for 20, 30 minutes. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and they were doing that on their own. And, you know, that's just what kind a community. of the functions that, that go on here. Dick, I love the marriage of uh, high-tech military jets just flew over, a B-52 flew over earlier, and now you can identify planes. Are those like old warbirds it looked like? Yep, old warbirds. Uh, we, I saw some of the P-51s take off wow. before. We had a MiG-29 on the opposite end of things fly yeah. over us before. Uh, and we will see the warbirds today. You know, we always have a great warbird show on Friday and Saturday. Uh, get some pyrotechnics. The guys out in the field would like to blow things up. They, they have a good time out there. <laughs> Uh, safely. And, and safely, yeah. They're out away and, uh, you know, uh, and then they talk about low tech. Afterwards, they're out there with brooms putting out the, the embers. And uh, so it just, it, it is, it's a unique culture. It is something that happens. There's nothing else like it. There is no meeting of airplanes and people in the world that get together like this, at, at this size and scope, except at Oshkosh. Now, Dick, when I checked in, I met Bob and I said, what's the one thing we need to see this weekend. And he said, you need to see Connie. She's beautiful. Oh, Connie is beautiful. Tell us about Connie. Connie is a Lockheed Constellation. It was Douglas MacArthur's personal military transport in the early 1950s. Uh, been around to a few owners and finally saved by uh, Rod Lewis and the folks at Air Lewis Air Legends. And they have spent a long time restoring this airplane. Um, they had a few glitches on the way here, but they got it fixed. It landed yesterday. 
It is a triple-tail dolphin back, four-engine, uh, was an airliner in the 1950s, that model. It is a beautiful airplane. It's out on the ramp right now. It's silver. It's aluminum. It is absolutely gorgeous with the sun glistening off of it. Dick Nipinski from EAA is with us for a couple of more minutes. So let's talk about the ramp. This is one of the things I love about EAA. You can go to a lot of air shows, and you can watch the cool planes fly around, and that's awesome. Here at EAA, they fly around, then they land, and you can walk up to them and talk to the men and women that fly the planes. What's some of the modern stuff that's sitting on the apron? this weekend. I'll tell you, one of them, uh, you know, we've got an F-18 out there wow. uh, out of Oregon from the Navy, and uh, yesterday it flew with the vintage Corsairs. was up there, and they did a heritage <laughs> flight and a legacy flight. And How does it, it slow down out. enough? <laughs> oh, it, it's interesting. The jet has everything thrown down, and the Corsair is going, you know, full tilt, but they make it work. They fly in formation, and that airplane lands, and the pilot comes out, and I was talking to one of the young men with the crew from Indiana, and they're just so happy to be here. They say, we're in Oshkosh. This is great. And, uh, you know, those kind of things happen. The big C-5s out there. You can walk through the C-5 and see wow. how massive it is. Uh, you know, a lot of the, the C-130s, uh, the B-29 bomber from World War II dock is here. Uh, you know, all of those airplanes are here, and it's just, it, you're right. You can walk up to the people, talk about the airplanes. What's the history? What's the restoration? How do you fly them? How fast do you fly them? All of those type of things become part of it. The you know, Super I Guppy. really go ahead. Oh no, I just say the Super Guppy is on my checklist. Oh, you missed mm -hmm. it. Oh yeah, it left on Thursday oh! morning. Yeah, you, but I saw it land on your Instagram, which yeah. is super which fun. Which is so cool. And and catch that up on was, that. Yeah, that airplane was a rock star. When oh, it was I'm here. so glad. And you know, that door opened, and you could see little kids go. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can still see Connie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I'm, I have a military background in my family, and so I've always loved the military. But when I came here as a little kid, I'll never forget seeing the Harrier lift off like a helicopter and take off. And that was a long, that was many years ago. But for me, I fell in love with aviation and military history when I saw that here at EAA. <laughs> and that's like the memories that families can make by spending a day or two here. It, it really is. You know, and a couple of years ago, we made kids 18 and under free, thanks to our friends at Boeing. And, uh, you know, it brings in families. Uh, more than 10% of our entire audience is under age 18. Wow. That's a great opportunity to introduce aviation to those kids, introduce uh, what's going on, the possibilities, if they're a little bit older in high school, what are career opportunities and so forth. They can do that. Yeah, you're, what that, are those? That, this is the occupational hazard here that takes place. Uh, you see a group of P-51 Mustangs going by wow. right now. So are those World War II? What were those used for? Those are World War II, a little bit in the Korean War, but uh, that those were the airplanes. Uh, people like Chuck Yeager flew in the war and so forth, and uh, a magnificent fighter from World War II. Uh, we've got more than 350 warbirds like that here this week. It's the world's largest annual warbird gathering every year right here in Oshkosh. That is amazing. So if you want tickets, you want parking, do it ahead of time. This is the way to do it. Go to EAA.org. You can see the maps. You can plan your couple of days. Plan on being here on Saturday and Sunday. Come up to EAA. It's going to be a gorgeous weekend. Dick Nipinski is the Director of Communications at EAA. Dick, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Oh, my pleasure. Great being here. You've got great shade. Sandy dumped water on me. I'm ready. <laughs> it's good. Have a great weekend, Dick.